brothers and sisters. Today I would like to talk to you about transformative giving. Once there was a man who died and went to heaven. And right at the entrance, he was greeted by St. Peter, who then led him down the streets of paradise, looking for a permanent home for him. So they passed by stately homes and beautiful mansions until they came to the end of the street where they stopped in front of a run-down cabin. Surprised, the man asked St. Peter why he got a hut when there were so many mansions. But St. Peter replied, I'm so sorry. I did my best with the money you sent us. As a second job, <clears throat> my father used to be a tax collector. He was licensed by the city to collect utility taxes from the people in our neighborhood. <clears throat> so I grew up with this tax collection happening right there in my house. It was an interesting experience that I understood later on in life. Many people were struggling to pay the taxes. Many of them were poor. Some had to borrow to be able to pay. It was hard to them. And oftentimes frustration would spill into arguments as my father was obligated to pursue legal action if someone was late or not able to pay. Every month there was drama at our doorstep. And then there were the rich. They had enough money to pay the taxes and still live comfortable. Now, once a year in January, there was another tax collection happening in my neighborhood. The church dues. The treasurers from our local parish were tasked with collecting money from the ch for the church. So they would go in the neighborhood and knock on the doors. Rich or poor, most people paid those dues. They were afraid to skip that tax. They feared the Lord. But for the poor, it was yet another tax. For the rich, it was a minimal amount, making them feel good about themselves. This situation reminds me of the poor widow's offering at the temple that is mentioned in Luke chapter 21. She gave only two coins, and the rich gave from their abundance. But what was the moral of that story? Christ is telling us. Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all of them, for they all contributed out of their abundance, but she, out of the poverty, put in all she had. The rich may have given one or two percent from their income. She gave it all. She gave a hundred percent. Well, that's the difference. Relative to her income, she gave more. This story gives us the key to understand how God looks at the money and giving it. What matters to Him is not the amount of money we give, but how much that amount means to us. How much are we willing to sacrifice for the Lord? Because giving in a sacrificial way becomes transformative to us. What do I mean by that? 
it does have the potential to change us, to make us better. Because the more we realize God's love for us, the more we give in return. In liturgy, we are invited to give our whole self to the Lord. Although everything we have comes from God, He doesn't need it back. What He wants from us is to recognize that He provides for us and that we should in return practice charity towards Him and towards others. So my friends, giving is an opportunity, not a burden. It should, we should be happy when we give or when we have this possibility to help others, to donate to the ministries of the church. It should be an honor and a joy to give. Why? Because when we give, we become participants in God's plan to care for us. Think about it. God takes care of the poor through the benevolence of the rich or those who have the means. Both rich and poor should give glory to God. The rich should thank God for allowing them the possibility to give. And the poor should thank Him for taking care of them through those who have the means. It's a win-win situation. Now do you see how God is using us to accomplish His plan for our salvation? That's why it is important to give generously. Because being stingy will only make us selfish and ignorant to the reality of God's providence for us. In today's Gospel story, Zacchaeus, the tax collector who abused his power and accumulated great fortunes, recognized this reality. To him, giving 10% of his income to the temple was probably nothing. But it was enough to make him feel righteous, entitled, and be in good standing according to the precepts of his faith. But everyone knew that he was an abuser. And he knew it too. But his tithing did not change him at all. It's something in his heart moved him to recognize Christ as a holy man. His curiosity led him to climb a tree to see him as he was passing by. And what struck Zacchaeus was the fact that this holy man, this prophet, decided to come to his house. This holy man gave him credibility and was willing to endure public scorn in order to see him. Christ was not there to gain popularity, obviously not by existing Zacchaeus, a tax collector everybody despised, but he was there to heal him, to witness his transformation. So in an instance, Zacchaeus decided to fix his mistakes. He pledged to give 50% of his income to the poor, not 10%, 50% and to give 400% back to those who defrauded. That's a lot of repentance right there. Zacchaeus realized that giving only what was required by the law was not enough to change him. He needed to go deeper and make a sacrifice and empty himself of more of his power that comes from money, possessions, and the fame in order to be saved. Christ recognized this. 
he recognized his transformative giving by saying, today salvation has come to this house. Clinging to our money only shows God that we don't trust Him. And we don't trust His providence and we are not willing to team with Him, to participate in His plan to care for all of us and specifically for the poor. Zacchaeus knew that what Christ wanted from him, Christ wanted him, not his money. So he gave most of it away. Giving is an opportunity to share for the blessings that God has imparted to us. Giving generously, abundantly, proves that we trust God more than we trust our money to save us, to secure our future. The more we give here on earth, the more we earn treasures in heaven. Or as I mentioned in the previous sermon, don't store locally, store in the cloud. So in the end, I truly hope that we all get to meet St. Peter at the pearly gates. And I also hope that whatever we did here in this life will secure us a place there in heaven with the saints and preferably it will be a mansion not a hut amen glory to the father and to the son and to the holy spirit amen